Welcome to Rich Black Woman, your destination to enlighten your life from the inside out, where we empower you to be rich in mind, body, and bank. Now, here's your host, Yaz. Welcome to Rich Black Woman, where we empower women to be rich in mind, body, and bank. I'm your host, Yaz, creator and founder of Rich Black Woman, and I'm excited to bring you inspiring guests from around the world who will enrich your life from the inside out. Every week, we talk with change makers from around the world who will nourish your soul, your intellect, and enrich your bottom line. It's time, ladies, to bring the bank, and I'm delighted to be enriched by our next guest, Mandy Bowman. She's amazing, y'all. Mandy is the founder and CEO of The Official Black Wall Street, a business directory exclusively for Black entrepreneurs. After studying entrepreneurship at Babson College, she set out to empower the Black community through economics and ownership. With a deep-rooted passion for social media, entrepreneurship, and Black economic empowerment, she has developed a comprehensive digital directory of Black-owned businesses. The official Black Wall Street launched uh, recently, and Mandy's going to talk to us about it and share with us how she put together this amazing project um, and this digital platform to help us spend in the Black community. So welcome, Mandy. Hi, thank you so much. Oh, sorry. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, we were excited to have you um, just looking at your background. I mean, you've been doing so much. Uh, I recently saw your TED Talk at Dover, um, which mm-hmm. was the first TED event held at an HBCU where you discussed mm-hmm. ownership and wealth in the Black community. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also on Centric TV's Queen Boss series. So you are definitely making a, <laughs> um, a round of it and really out there pushing Black wealth and ownership and creation. So we wanted to have you on Rich Black Woman. Our platform lines uh, aligns very well with kind of your passion and your mission. And during this holiday season, I think it's really important to ensure that we have, um, you know, knowledge and awareness of how we can support Black businesses. So mm-hmm. I was really excited when I learned about your official Black Wall Street digital platform. Can you talk to us more about it? Tell us what it is, what's the mission, and how you went about launching this? Yes. So Official Black Wall Street is a digital platform, um, web-based and also a mobile app that allows people to search for Black businesses a lot easier. So um, anyone can... We just launched the app um, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Um, and the app is the first of its kind that alerts people when they're near a Black-owned business. Um, so we have a, a lot of brick-and-mortar businesses on there. We also have online-based businesses. Um, I love it because it's very very community-based, where anyone can go on and submit a business that they know of, even if they're not the owner. And so we've had so many people from our community go on and submit you know, tons of businesses in their area um, and then let other people know. And so, you know, that's that's one major feature that I love about it. Um, but we've been we launched the the web based platform um, July of 2015. Um, and it's been a, a, you know, a really great tool since then. Awesome. So you not only have the web platform, but you now also have an app on your phone. Mm-hmm. Right. So the app is on Android and Apple devices. Okay. And is there a cost for the app? Is it free? 
The app is free for anyone to use. Um, we have a subscription-based model for business owners. So they can choose to submit or create a, a free listing or they can have, um, they can choose other levels to get more exposure on the app and on our web platform. Okay. Awesome. And what, you know, what brought you to this point where you said, I want to develop a directory of black businesses? So this idea started um, a few years ago when I, once I graduated from college, I just went into this phase where I wanted to read all types of black fiction, nonfiction books. Um, and one of the, the books that I picked up was called Riot and Remembrance. And it was about the um, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the rise and the fall of, of that neighborhood. Um, and I had always wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was in junior high school, literally. So reading about this neighborhood that was so prosperous and how they had all of these, you know, black owned businesses and successful black entrepreneurs um, really inspired me. Uh, and a piece of it also reminded me a little bit of my own neighborhood, which um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and my neighborhood used to be predominantly black, but of course, gentrification happened. Uh, and so that really pushed me to go out and support as many black owned businesses, or at least the ones that were left um, in my community. The only thing was, it was really hard for me to find, um, it was really hard for me to find a directory that I um, enjoyed using. And so from there, and, and that was regularly updated. So from there, I just decided to create my own list and like a Google spreadsheet. Uh, and I was just so inspired by everything that I found that I was like, you know what, I might as well just, you know, create my own. And so it kind of, you know, came from that. Wow. That's awesome. And I, I hear what you're saying in terms of, you know, just different kind of one off directories. Like I have found small ones. Um, you know, local ones, maybe in your city, but nothing as comprehensive as your directory. And how mm -hmm. many businesses do you actually have on your directory now? Uh, we have about 3,500. Wow. 3,500 across the country. Yeah. 3,500 across the country. And we have um, a little bit sprinkled in other countries, um, Canada, wow. London, um, the Caribbean. We have, we have one in the Netherlands. Um, wow. And so there's one other country I'm beginning. This is becoming international. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I, what's interesting is I had seen comments from so many people who are like, oh, I'm in Brazil and, you know, we make up X amount, X percentage of our population. This would be amazing here. Um, and I've heard from people like, oh, this would be amazing in places like South Africa. So I think, you know, there's so much potential for it to be a global brand. Yeah, that's exciting. Definitely mm -hmm. exciting. So you talked about, you know, um, it wasn't as easy. The other sites out there weren't as user friendly. How mm -hmm. have you made your platform more intuitive or what are the kind of the unique bells and whistles that go with your app? So I really wanted to make sure that the, the user experience was as good as it could be. I mean, this is this is the first version of our app. We definitely want to have many more. It's our MVP. Um, and so I. I definitely wanted to make sure that it was easy to use and that it was um, it at least the the design resembled, you know, something that was very, very polished, because um, even in, in doing this, 
one thing that I wanted to do is just dispel the, the, the stereotype that black owned businesses aren't as polished and professional looking as other businesses. So I wanted to make sure that the platform reflected that as much as possible as well. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, with the, with the app, you're able to, um, search via filter. So you can um, search via keyword or you can use the filter and search via different locations and different categories, um, open and close times. So you can look at a map and see what's around you at that point in time. Um, you can easily submit businesses, whether you're the owner or not, um, leave reviews, um, look at special offers. Um, so it's really exciting. And I'm you, there we have so many different ideas and things that we want to do. The wheels are already turning. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, no, it, it sounds awesome. And mm-hmm. especially the fact that um, it's I think people have a genuine desire uh, to support black businesses. But you brought up a really good point, Mandy, and that is you wanted your site to look really polished and professional and dispel that myth that black businesses don't have it together. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that even for black people, it's almost like we have our own uh, bias about spending money with one another. And we automatically assume that we may not have a good experience with a black owned business. Mm -hmm. Um, How have you, have you encountered that um, with any of the, you know, businesses that are on your directory or just personally yourself. Um, because I think it brings up a really good point that we have to start trusting one another and uplifting one another and putting our dollar out there. Because how many times have we gone to any owned business by anyone and had a bad experience? We mm-hmm. all have. And yet we still go again to whatever restaurant it was or to Mm -hmm. whatever vendor it was. And why do we scrutinize or have this kind of higher than realistic expectation sometimes, I think, of our own? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I'm so happy that you brought that up (laughs) because I've seen it so many times. Um, I feel like we have this. I'm not sure if it's that... um, you know, we we just have this mistrust thing when it comes to our own businesses. But I've seen that so many times where people will say, oh, well, I've, you know, I've supported two black owned businesses and the, the quality or the customer service. Oh, the customer service thing. It's just it makes my skin crawl because I hear it so many times. Yeah. Um, You know, the customer service was bad. So I'm you know, I'm not I'm not into buying black. Um, but you're right. We don't do that with any other business. You know, we can be followed around a Korean beauty supply store okay. time and time again. So we will still go back and get Thank our crochet you. braids the next month. Um, right. So I think it's it's just a matter of um, us. I remember even one time I was um, on Facebook randomly and I saw this um, this larger um, black owned publication um, right um, or break a story about, I forgot what exactly what the story was about. And the first comment was a, a black woman who said, I'll believe this when I see it on CNN. What? And it was crazy because it's like this publication broke the story. Like they have, they actually spoke to the person that was involved. Right. Um, but I, I've seen that so many times and I feel like it's, it's a matter of us pointing out the, the bias that we have and then making a conscious effort to, to change it. Um, cause a lot of times, I mean, I've, I've just seen it so many times where people, instead of trying to support the business or trying to support black owned businesses, they'll say, well, I've tried before, but you know, X, Y, and Z. 
Um, and they'll, you know, stop it. That'll use that as an excuse as to why they shouldn't support black businesses. Um, so yeah, I'm so glad that you brought that up. I think it's, it's in terms of changing that, it's a matter of letting people be aware that we're doing it and that we have that bias so that we can kind of shift our mentality, um, and start to trust each other a lot more. Yeah, I think it's a great point. And I do think we can be our own worst enemies when it comes to that. And it's like, okay, if we want to see more Black excellence, we have to um, invest in that. And then I think also there's a way to give feedback to Black business owners Um, Because I generally feel like most people want to do a good job. You know, they may not have that self-awareness or it could be, you know, lacking some training and uh, Mm -hmm. customer service to their staff. Maybe, you know, they hired cousin Ray Ray instead of actually (laughs) going out and getting, you know, an employee who, you know, Mm -hmm. is it family? And so therefore they're going to be a little bit more invested. Maybe, you know, there's all those different kind of nuances And I think that we need to stop being so harsh and critical and extend a bit more grace, um, respect, and ultimately love, right? I mean, you're loving Mm -hmm. on these companies with your dollar, right? And you brought up a good point. We can seriously be followed around, beat up in a beauty supply store, and everybody (laughs) still patronize it literally the next week because we got to get our hair did, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... If we don't respect and invest in ourselves, no one else is. And um, that dollar translates into so much more, not just um, financial wealth, but even as a community, as we begin to build up this wealth, we're going to have better um, government uh, leadership, better civic involvement, because all Mm -hmm. those things are interconnected. You know, it really starts with the power of the dollar. So I just love what you're doing here. And it's um, just very inspiring. Now, you mentioned that you can leave reviews. So kind of in this age of Yelp, how does that work on your site? You know, so let's say someone has a good experience because we always know everybody wants to talk about when they have a bad experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> can people leave like, is it like five stars, four stars? You know, how does that work? Yeah. So it's, um, you can rate the business. You can rate it. Um, it's from one to five stars, uh, the standard. Um, and you can also leave your own um, text review and also add pictures. Um, okay. Yeah. So oddly enough, we've had, from what I've seen, most of the reviews have been positive. There are a few that have been, you know, um, negative, but um, a lot of them have been really positive, which is great. Good, good. So if a business owner wants to be on the site, what's the criteria and what's the process? So, of course, they have to be a Black entrepreneur. Um, now, how so are that's... you checking for that? Or is it like, send me a selfie? or <laughs> No, <laughs> so... What's the, how do you ensure that? So in terms of verification, um, for some, some businesses, it's very easy if the the owner has an online footprint, for example, if they've been featured in press and um, they've had different interviews with the news and things of that nature. Um, For those where we can't find anything to, for us to believe 100% that it's black owned, then we request um, their ID and their business registration so that we can cross-reference and make sure um, that it's black owned. Okay. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So you guys are putting in the work. I like that you are, you got your own internal compliance, you know, Mm -hmm. making sure that these are actually uh, black owned businesses. Nobody trying to, to get past. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Um, but in terms of people um, listing their business, um, anyone can submit a business, whether they're the owner or not. But the owner is the only person who can claim it, of course, afterwards. Um, but we usually look for businesses who um, that if they're not brick and mortar, then we require that they have a website, um, a functioning website, because how are people going to, you know, buy your products. Um, we've seen a lot of instances where people will have something where they're like, oh, email me for, you know, to purchase. And we're just like, in 2017, we really want Black businesses to catch up with the times and have a website, you know, have a web presence. Right. Because a large amount of, I think the the set is like 85% of consumers find businesses through online search. Um, and so that's our probably our big biggest um, requirement. Right. Yeah. So no old school. We're here in the 21st century, people. Get your website together. Um, there are plenty of uh, apps to do that and uh, do-it-yourself website builders that you can do. Right. So, good point. Mm-hmm. Talk about, you know, I remember in your uh, TEDx talk that you did, you talked about how uh, limited the dollar, the black dollar uh, the life cycle of it in our own community. And it was staggering in comparison to Jewish communities, Asian communities. Talk about what that number actually is, because I think it'll make people go, my goodness, what are we doing? Yeah. So I read stats that shows that show that in the black community, our dollar circulates for six hours. <clears throat> and so after that six hours, it'll leave and it'll go to, you know, another, the white community, the Asian community, Jewish community, whatever. It just won't stay in the black community for more than six hours. Um, which is alarming when you um, consider the fact that in Jewish communities, a dollar circulates for around 20 days. Um, in Asian communities, it circulates there for um, close, about a month. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's a, a major difference. That's huge. And I, mm-hmm. I think that number is important because it helps us to start reframing how we uh, spend our dollars, but also kind of the psychology behind it. Right. Because there's mm-hmm. got to be some intention that the Asian community is doing to ensure that their dollar is staying in its own community for 30 days. That's a month. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So there must be some conscious sense of community, um, group ep- economics, you know, mm-hmm. importance on that. And there's something to be said going back to your earlier, you know, passion point of like why you got involved in this and just the old, you know, um, Black Wall Street um, that was destroyed. And that is that they understood this concept out of kind of necessity, right? Because mm-hmm. They couldn't purchase from um, others and they didn't want to because they were being discriminated against, you know. So it was a sense of cultural pride, necessity, you know. Um, And I think there's a way that maybe we've gotten away from that because we the the segregation barriers have fallen, um, Mm -hmm. but they're in different manifestations now. And I think we have forgotten about how that empowers us. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah. One thing that was that's so I had a, another interview um, and with CBS um, and the 
um, reporter asked me, you know, what do I say to people who think that this is like racist? And I'm like, well, group economics definitely isn't a new, um, it's not new at all. Um, you know, if you search Jewish business directory, there are pages and pages and pages that come up. Um, so that's something that they've been practicing for a very long time. And I'm sure it's, it's definitely intentional. Um, they keep everything within their community, even within the Asian community. Um, I think that it's, it's mostly just a matter of, you know, us realizing the difference. And I also agree that, you know, integration is something that kind of, uh, it, when Go it comes to, it. yeah, okay. Okay. I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, it definitely had a negative impact on us, um, especially when it comes to economics and um, supporting black businesses and creating more black businesses. We used to do it out of necessity. And then we had were able to work at these you know, white owned, corp- owned corporations um, or buy from white owned corporations. And so that necessity, you know, fell. And I think that was uh, and Mar- not Martin Luther King. Um, Malcolm X talks about this a lot as well. So I mm-hmm. think that that had a huge um, impact on our community. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that it's important for us to understand that power dynamic between the the group economics part and how each one of us individually play a role in that. I mean, honestly, it, it even makes me think about just the recent um, you know, Colin Kaepernick's protest and, mm-hmm. um, how that has, um, translated into, you know, some people are boycotting the NFL now, you know, mm-hmm. um, because, um, of his stance, um, both, you know, pro, um, his stance for fighting against injustice for, you know, people of color and then people who are saying they're boycotting it because he is taking any, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side. But I think it goes to show the power of all of us collectively working towards a goal um, mm-hmm. that we all benefit from. And so uh, I hope that people will hear this call and, um, you know, really think about going into 2018, like what are some new personal goals that you can make? Can you mm-hmm. make a personal commitment to spend, you know, maybe 20% of your income, at least with black owned businesses, like start somewhere, um, with a challenge or can you find some specific black owned brands, whether they be hair care brands, which we all use, you know, and ensure mm-hmm. that. You know, if it's hair care, I'm always going to use a black owned brand. You know, there's so many to choose from now. Or, you know, is there a growing um, black owned clothing brand that you're going to decide I'm going to patronize them, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, or I'm going to get gifts from a particular vendor for Christmas. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you mentioned you have a holiday guide, is it? Yeah, we do. We have a we do a holiday gift guide every year. Okay. And talk about that. What is, what does that include? So we have a bunch of different um, categories we have um, for him, for her, for kids, and then for the culture, which is a mix of, you know, adult games and card games, um, wrapping paper that's all black owned, um, home goods. Yeah. So there's definitely a, a great wealth of things that you can find on there to, you know, buy gifts for your whole team. That's excellent. I like that uh, for the culture section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and thinking about, you know, how many birthday parties do we go to or 
um, you know, friends get togethers and think about being just more thoughtful about how we spend our money. And it may mm-hmm. require a little bit more planning because there isn't a black owned business on every corner or we're going to need to order in advance that gift so that we can get it from that online, you know, uh, vendor. Um, but I think if we have that consciously at the forefront of our minds, we are going to see a new, Black Wall Street, um, thanks to you and the entrepreneurs out there who are doing something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love the fact that, you know, Wall Street, our Black Wall Street is now, um, it now is digital, right? So nobody can come up, come and burn up um, as they did Rosewood, um, you know, our our Wall Street, um, because Mm -hmm. It, it it exists in the universe, right? On the World right. Wide Web. So mm-hmm. there really is a lot of power um, in this. Um, so awesome. Well, one, just a couple final thoughts. Um, are you connecting? You said there are a lot of plans to go global and to really expand this. Are you connecting with other organizations like sororities, fraternities, et cetera, maybe the Urban League to spread the word about this uh, directory? Huh. So we we have plans to um, to collaborate with uh, with other businesses that kind of have the same mission. Um, but that's a good question. We actually didn't even think about the sorority and fraternity thing. So that's something that we can definitely explore. Awesome. Well, that was free. Yeah. So you guys can follow <laughs> up on that. But I'm just thinking, uh-huh. you know, other large networks um, that mm-hmm. should be promoting, you know, this and um, every city, uh, every entrepreneur, I feel like should be on this site. So um, we will definitely spread the word here. Um, now, with that, I want to just give a challenge to our listeners that I would like for our listeners, because we are ahead of the game. We're progressive. We're always doing things um, three steps forward. And that is to challenge every black person to buy at least two gifts with the black owned business this Christmas um, for friends or family and to check out Mandy Bowman's official Black Wall Street site to aid you in um, finding some awesome vendors to do that. Um, and then finally, Mandy, we have a couple of fun questions to ask you. Um, I always ask kind of, and this is going to be like a total tee up. What's your favorite app on your phone? Mm-hmm. Huh? I can't choose mine, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know it is yours, but what's your second favorite? Um, I would say, okay, I'm going through it now. I'll probably say Instagram, even though it's pretty basic. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm I'm always on it for some reason or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, what is your Instagram? So um, my personal you? Instagram. Um, Whichever one you want to share. Um, mine is Mandy X Bowman, um, and then Official Black Wall Street is just Official Black Wall Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then finally, um, where would you want to take a Christmas vacation to? Oh my gosh. Um, I have so many ideas. Yeah. Um, just one place. Um, yeah, just one place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, I would, my first thought is just to go somewhere in the Caribbean because I love, um, half my family is, is from St. Vincent. So I, I'm definitely, um, a beach person. Uh huh. 
I'm an island person, so um, I would definitely go anywhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. And where is St. Vincent? St. Vincent is a small, it's also in the, the Caribbean. It's not a part of the, the Virgin Islands, um, uh-huh. but it's a very tiny um, island that I believe is close to Barbados. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. We'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Anywhere where there's beautiful black people and beautiful beaches, mm-hmm. we like yes. to go. So. Get away from the winter. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mandy, for showing us how we can turn our dollar and return it back to our community. Um, is there, how can um, people reach out to you just through um, official Black Wall Street if they're interested in becoming a business listed in the directory and mm-hmm. or for more information? Yeah, so you can, they can contact me um, at Mandy at officialblackwallstreet.com. Um, or they can contact us at info at officialblackwallstreet.com, either one. Awesome. Well, in closing, we wish you a very happy holiday and thank you for the informative and empowering conversation. Continue to do what you're doing. Um, once again, listeners, we see it's about taking a leap of faith and breaking through your fears to market yourself in a new way. You have a voice, you have a gift, not to keep it, but to share it and enrich the lives of others. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Our Instagram is at rich black woman and facebook.com forward slash rich black women, plural. Share this podcast with your flossy posse, your crew, your family, your mom, your play cousin, your coworkers. (laughs) Find us on iTunes, Stitcher and tune in. And of course, SoundCloud. And don't forget to leave a review. We so appreciate your words of encouragement. With that, I'll close with a quote from one of my um, favorite civil rights leaders, um, Mary McLeod Bethune, who said, as long as Negroes are hemmed into racial blocks of prejudice and pressure, it will be necessary for them to bank together for economic betterment. And just in line with our conversation today, Think about how you can invest in our community, invest in yourself, and invest in future generations. Until next time, I'm your girl, Yaz, and you've been listening to the Rich Black Woman Podcast, where we enrich you in mind, body, and bank. Let's get rich together, and remember, we live in a world of unlimited abundance. Thank you.